0: Welcome to QuibiCast. Quibi!
1: Cast.
0: Quibi is an American short form mobile video platform headquartered in Los Angeles, California, founded in 2018 by Jeffrey Katzenberg. And today, we're here to talk about that platform and all of the programs, or some of the programs,
2: available on it now. My name is Josh. I am, and Jonathan.
3: And I'm the best pro, Heather. <laughs>
0: What's up, everybody? This
2: is QuibiCast.
3: I am very shocked right this second, because you just said 2018?
2: <laughs> they've been sitting on this for two fucking years?
3: Two years?
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: They've been, they've been making this content for two years, and Oof, this is what they've come it up with. it doesn't show. <laughs>
3: Oof. I definitely thought this was shit they threw together in the last six months.
0: Whoops. Oh. Okay. Uh So, folks... We're talking about Quibi today. Uh We're Quibi. going to be releasing Quibbly. episodes Quibbly. periodically. Not sure how often yet. I guess it depends on two things. How popular these episodes are, how much people want to hear us talking about this. And how
2: quickly this fucking app folds on itself. Yeah. yeah.
3: Or uh, it blows up and becomes the new thing. The
2: new thing. And Quibi casts right in the, right in the
0: shockwave all the way to the stars. Yeah. <laughs> Quibby Cast just
2: premiered on Monday. Uh, new episodes. Oh, Quibby of- just premiered on Monday. Yeah, this is the Quibby Cast premiering whenever this goes up. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Oops.
3: I'm not gonna lie. So I'm gonna warn everybody right now. I know it's Quibby. I know it is. But for some goddamn reason, my brain only thinks Quibbly.
2: <laughs> so Quibbly is-, is way funner to say. This is Quibbly. <laughs> they missed the boat on Quibbly.
3: I don't. I don't know if it's because the very first commercials I've been seeing were Sophie Turner. And her lovely, beautiful British accent and her saying Quibby for some reason sounds like Quibbly.
0: Quibbly. Maybe a little bit.
3: Maybe. I think that's what it is.
0: (laughs) Also, those commercials were cringe as hell. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: The Sophie Turner one was not as bad as the Chrissy Teigen one, which I love. Chrissy Teigen is my... King Midas. Everything she touches is fucking gold to me. I love her. I have lost a little (laughs) bit of respect for her, but I still love her. Uh,
0: So each of us have watched various uh, various number of episodes of different shows. The content that they put out comes out daily, uh, which uh, will be one of the things that I talk about, I think, at some point as one of the probably not a positive, but uh, we'll get into that. Uh, but there's uh, there's a lot to talk about. I watched several shows. Um, I have watched the entirety of all the new episodes up to this point of Survive. But as soon as you listen to this, it'll be out of date because, like I said, ep- episodes come out daily. So this isn't going to be like probably not a daily show because that would be Exhausting. monstrous to put out. <laughs> um, so I'm probably I'm thinking at least every couple of days we'll ca- try to catch up with it. Once once we get caught up on everything, it should be pretty easy because every episode is. Uh, from what I've seen, I think eight minutes is the longest so far. Uh, ten yeah.
3: minutes is the longest.
0: Did you watch? Have, have any of them been ten minutes yet?
3: Survives second episode. You what? watch is ten minutes.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, everything I've looked at has been like seven minutes, seven minutes, seven minutes. I'm like, okay, I got seven minutes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got eight dollars. <laughs> but they range between five and ten minutes, right?
0: Yeah is yeah. what the
3: platform like promised everything with, with last only.
0: yeah and A I, little bit of time. I think this platform is selling itself as you said I've got seven minutes mm-hmm. and I think that is so far the only selling point of the app I, so far. I think
3: what drew people to, to design this and what ultimately will either help it survive or flop is that in our culture we have very much become quick media ingesters. You know the, we're binge culturing and so um, we flit between things very, very quickly. You know, you're looking at Facebook and then you're looking at Instagram and then you're back to Facebook and then you're checking your Snapchat. And then you're, you know, these apps that blow up that are really, really big for the time that they are is, you know, like Snapchat and TikTok and Vine because it is a, an a, a very small amount of media very quickly, and so I think this is just it's a, the logical next step in that. Instead of having it be messaging, instead of it having be goofy videos, like a smaller version of so, like TikTok and Vine were a smaller version of YouTube. I think what Quibi is trying to be is a smaller version of Hulu and Netflix. Yeah, it's just something Well, yeah, for you because to like
2: with Vine and TikTok, you can be like, oh, look at this, look at this video that my friend made. Um, whereas this is like, look at this video that some fucking famous person that I don't know made.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like it's meant to be because there are people, and I'm going to use myself as an example. I love consuming media. Like, I, it's a huge part of my life is consuming media. But as time goes on, as my life gets, As my life becomes more involved and I'm, you know, I'm a mom and I work full time and I do podcasting and, you know, I have less and less and less and less and less time. And so I want to sit and watch Netflix for hours on end. I don't have the time to do that unless i decide not to sleep ever again, which makes me bad at all those other things that I have to do. So this is, I think it's meant for people like me who you want to consume media. You want to consume a lot of different types of media too, because I don't want to just watch one thing. I want to watch a bunch of different things. Yeah. And here it is in, is in a tiny amount of time. So, I can watch an episode. I I have six minutes. I've got seven minutes. I like, actually probably have a half hour. Yeah. And then I can consume five things in that half hour, and then be like, okay, I'm good. I'm-
2: right. I was gonna say. Like you're at work, and you're like, okay, I got a 15 minute break. I can watch two shows.
3: I can. Yeah. I can watch two to three shows depending on their length. You know, yeah. on my half hour, I'm gonna be able to watch five things really fast, and then be like, cool, I'm all cut up for the day, and I don't have to worry about it.
2: So the thing that clearly they did not anticipate, and I don't think is gonna work out in the long run for their Quarantine. their model is. Quarantine. Yeah,
3: people have time to yeah. binge right now. People have time to watch everything that they've ever wanted to watch, and this is just really bad timing for really them. Really
2: bad timing for them. it's
3: bad timing for everybody.
2: I mean, yeah, it's kind
3: of bad times for everybody, but yeah. um, ex- except for Netflix and people trying to sell shit. You know, this this was meant for our ever-consuming, ever-shortening of time society and that is screeched to a massive halt you're right i think that they're yeah gonna
2: and now struggle. with everybody so with everything the way it is and the, the world view that everybody is coming into this is going to be coming out of this with are we even going to be going back to that society the way it was
3: Yeah, because everybody's very much trying to be like, okay, clearly we have different. I think that a lot of people what I'm hearing and it'll be interesting to see if it actually happens is people go, we need to come out of this with new perspectives. Yeah. You know, these things don't matter as much. And why are we running this rat race?
0: It'll be very interesting to see because like I think the one the one place this platform could still survive on theoretically, is people that use the toilet a lot and sit on the toilet for 70 <laughs> minutes at a time. Like, this is a good pooping-length podcast. Uh, outside of that, like... Podcast? Yeah. I mean, I mean, platform. <laughs> platform, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I think you can take a shit while you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. Too. I, I know, I'm not going to judge.
3: I think the, the quality of the content also banked on people consuming it very quickly.
0: Yeah. Not paying attention to what they're watching, just wa- ab- absorbing
2: it, it, forgetting it, and then yeah. going about their day, and then the next yeah. day. Absorbing
3: they- it, forgetting it.
2: Yeah. Because, I mean, like, yeah, like, br- right now, where we're all in, like, a, oh, if I'm going to watch anything, I'm going to give it my full attention because I'm watching it and not because I just need something. I just want something on while I'm eating a quick snack before I run and do something else. Like, no, I'm going to sit and I'm going to actually look at it and watch it. Oh, my God. Some (laughs) of this
0: stuff.
2: Uh, I I think
1: that's a good segue into starting.
2: Um,
0: Each individual show is... since uh I'm the one that made us do this kind of yeah saying, by all so means. So why don't
3: you list all the ones you've watched?
0: Uh, so the first one I watched is I am up to this point all caught up on Survive starring Sophie Turner. I've watched all five episodes that are currently up right now. I know that we have all seen the first episode. I was
3: say so I've watched the first episode of Survive and so is Jonathan. Yes? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. And Jonathan. And <laughs> So has and Jonathan. <laughs> oh uh, thoughts about episode one?
2: Didn't like it.
3: Um. So I, I said this after we got done watching it. This is not a show I will continue to watch, mainly because it's a massive bummer.
2: It's a I, big it's, sad, time. Yeah. it's a sad
3: times. Um. I I said when we got done watching, and I said that this very much felt like Euphoria, just without, without the fun drug Without times. the fun drug time. Uh, As far as in the first episode. And so, you know, that might change. She might get to have fun drug time. I don't think so. She gets lost in the wilderness. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, She gets lost in the fucking wilderness. So I foresee this being hatchet mixed with suicide and... I'm not here for that.
2: I honestly, maybe it's because I was just really tired when we watched it because, spoiler alert, we worked in the yard today because, you know, we had nothing to do. So we may as well do some fucking yard work. So we came inside and watched this and I just couldn't bring myself to care, actually. Mm. And I think if this fails,
0: that will be the downfall because these, from what I heard, these shows were written specifically for Quibi to be released the way they're being released, right? They're, they didn't take like movie scripts and just ch- cut them up into eight-minute chunks, yeah. Which I think might have been a better way to go about it because, like, so I've seen every episode and I still, don't, I still did, can't care. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh no. Um. So this <laughs> this star, Sophie Turner and Corey Hawkins, who I've seen him another. Oh, he's in Kong Skull Island. Hmm. That's where I recognize them from. They're kinda not like they're fine, I guess. Kind of. Like once they start getting into like survival mode when they're on top of the mount the snow mountain. Which doesn't look that great sometimes, like and they're just yelling at each other. I'm just like, this is not good act. Like, what's mm. going on? Like the one, the one positive I can say about it is in the first couple episodes, Sophie Turner does a fine job of acting. I don't think she's as bad as some people accuse her of being, but she certainly has a range that they're trying that they're going beyond. I think at this point, and
2: yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be about it. Well, I mean, I think anybody that complains about her acting are pe- probably people who watched the X-Men movies that she was in where she yeah. had shit directors telling her <laughs> to not like actually working with her and being like, okay, this is what I want you to do. Just like, so just read the lines and then just go say the lines and then we'll just fucking print that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's far like she's proven that she can do stoic and cold on Game of Thrones, I would say for the yeah. majority of her character. She had it,
3: a very wide range of things she did on Game of Thrones.
2: Young Sophie Turner did. Yeah. The older she got, the more they're just like, just sit in the chair, be a bitch. <laughs>
3: That's kind of who sounds
2: like Well, I understand. I that, was like,
3: that was her character Yeah.
2: Um uh, so the other the other one I started
0: was when the streetlights go on. And uh I think both I fear,
3: I'm very interested in that. How did that go?
0: Um, so Survive, I guess we can go wolf them real quick because I don't, we're going to spoil stuff, but I don't think it matters with these. I don't think these are meant to not be like, it's free right now for for three, 90 days, days until 90 the days end of April. So I guess if you don't have anything better to do, you can download it if you're morbidly curious. But uh, I unless you really want to watch Quibi, I don't like this. There's no, there's nothing that I would say. Download it for at this point, other than There's nothing's really going to pull you in. Yeah, I was like, What is this? Why is it? And then I saw it was free for 90 days. I was like, Hey, I'll do that. I yeah. can I can do free for 90 days. I got my, 90 days. That's my price range. <laughs> uh, so, Survive is Sophie Turner wants to commit suicide because, as she says, suicide runs in her family because her dad committed suicide. And I guess she kind of looks up to him at this point.
3: Didn't her grandma also commit suicide?
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm not qualified to speak about the. Uh, representation of suicide on this show—it's—I don't think I'm not I'm not I'm not jazzed about about it.
2: Like, I think it's it's a weird because every well okay so I don't know if every episode because I've only watched the first episode but the first episode ends with the suicide hotline. I assume every episode probably does. Yeah. Okay. Probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, the if you show, watch this
0: show, you're gonna think, hey, suicide actually looks kind of cool.
2: Suicide looks fucking rad, especially the
0: the first three episodes. I think are really you get that feeling from it cuz she's like oh man suicide's so awesome i can't wait it's going to be so sweet Hey, show no <laughs> oh, no i think it is also kind of shitty that like she wants to kill herself when what's going to pull her out is realizing she wants to live cuz she's in a life or death situation I'm like that's probably not the only way like there's probably yeah. like, i don't know like i said i'm not i'm not a health professional uh, much like probably the writers of this of that show are- hey yo hey yo uh, but the other show is um when this that well, i watched is When the Streetlights Go On. It's about Mark Duplass. Uh, it's about a, a high school girl who's dating her English teacher. Ooh, I'm on board. Gross. And uh, <laughs> then they are... Found dead. ...kidnapped by a masked person driven out into the woods and then he makes them undress and then he shoots them and then they die. And then the next episode is the kid <laughs> finding they, they them. They die of being shot. Yeah. Uh,
3: first off, the first episode is called Cicadas
0: yeah. Die. Hate that's because in sound 1995, cicadas. cicadas woke up for the first time in 16 years.
3: Uh, yeah. I hate the sound of cicadas. <laughs> yeah, hate that's fair. it. Hate it. So I was like, I'm not going to watch this specifically because I'm pretty sure I'm going to hear some fucking cicadas.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, uh, When the Street <laughs> yeah. Let's Go On stars Chosen Jacobs from It, Chapter 1 and 2. And the thing that this and Survive have in common is that there is a voiceover from the main character and i think this is because they have <laughs> seven minutes to make you want to watch care, give a shit about any of this yeah i don't think it works but that's what they have to do and i'm kind of worried that's gonna have to be most of them i know we like you can, can't
2: just focus on cinematography and
0: storytelling like, and storytelling and dialogue and like, and we gotta like we got a voice crank this out yeah so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it to the next show that Jonathan watched because I have not watched this one yet. I'm going to ask, does the other show have the same
2: so, tool in it?
3: I was going to say, talk about the one you watched.
2: The ones the I watched, too, before we started doing this, actually, because we watched some earlier this evening. And I was like, this is a hot fucking mess, and I don't know if I'm about it. <laughs> uh, but I downloaded it, and I decided I was going to watch some of them. So I watched... Um, and music which is why I introduced myself the way I did um <laughs> and then I also watched uh the deadliest game so I feel like the the deadliest game starring starring
3: baby baby hemsworth
2: yeah starring not chris hemsworth Liam Liam Hemsworth, the lesser Hemsworth, Baby Hemsworth. and uh, and Christoph Waltz. So far, those are the only two people who have been in it. My understanding of The Deadliest Game was that dude gets tricked into going to place to be hunted by rich people.
3: That's what the original story of Dangerous Game is.
2: Okay. And I'm assuming at uh, in a few days, this one will also become <laughs> that. He's not being tricked. He knows it's happening. Oh. He
3: knows he's... Keep being hunted. Yeah. Interesting. So
2: he goes to um, Liam Hemsworth plays Dodge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which Christoph Waltz is just like, Oh man, I wish that was my name. That's such a cool guy. That's such a cool guy name. Um, and <laughs> because he's gonna
3: dodge things, dodge bullets. He could dodge traffic. You can dodge.
2: You can ball. dodge a ball. It's because his dad was a car nut, but it's going to be because he's gonna dodge oh being killed my God. being killed and by being hunted um but he's got cancer and he he oh, thought
3: this would be the best way to die
2: well no he just he goes he goes to crystal falls to ask him for like a loan because he he owns this building that this construction being done on and he's like hey i got this i can put up as collateral um like i just need money so i can like go to treatment and then like maybe if i get a right treatment I can live long enough to like see my kid be born and that's why he's there and then Christoph Waltz is just like I want to help you out but you're gonna die before you can even think about paying that back but I have this other thing that I could do for you and it would be that I set you up with this group and that they hunt you and it's fine The so the biggest issue
3: Wait, 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 wait. So this man's whole, whole endgame is to be able to live long enough for his kid to see him, yes. to for him to see his kid be born. Yes. Okay. So I'm not gonna loan you money. Alternatively, go be killed by these people. Not get to see your kid be born. What the hell?
2: And leave your family with millions. Are there? I'm the assuming millions if he's already, building. yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say,
3: I'm assuming if he already owns a building, the man's kind of not. It's a
2: run-down building. It's under construction. It's not It's not in, like, there's nothing, like, there's scraper. no revenue, like, coming through it. It's just a standing building that needs- So, okay. Because it's in Detroit. And so, basically, like, Christoph Waltz is just like-
3: uh, So, does he get the millions if they kill him?
2: If he participates.
3: Okay. So, if they don't kill him, he still gets the money?
2: Well, I think he gets paid and then they he get gets
0: paid. chased after him.
2: Yeah, probably. And he has to dodge them. Yeah, he's to then dodge when, them. What um,
3: happens
2: if he I don't know. I just watched the first the episode. I'm just I saying don't I've know. got I've, questions. Well, I'm sure they'll answer them.
3: Where is the fine print? I need to read it.
2: <laughs> well, that, okay, so that's the episode ends um on Christoph Waltz being like, "Okay, so uh, here's how this is going to here's how this is going to go down. So I need you to pay attention because this is how you're going to be hunted." Smash cut to black. End of episode. I'm interested. I'm interested? It's not bad. Is there a voiceover? No. No voiceover. Ooh. No voiceover so far. I get
3: to look at a Hemsworth and there's no voiceover? Yeah. I'm in. I'm signed up. Take me.
2: <laughs> so the thing that I really want to talk about with this, because it was fine. The the acting is fine because you got fucking Christoph Waltz in it. So of course it's fine. And um,
3: Liam Hemsworth.
2: And Liam Hemsworth is a fine actor in his own right. Whatever. <laughs> um, is he Australian in it? No.
3: Oh.
2: And uh, Christoph Waltz has kind of like he's toning down his accent a little bit too, which oh. is the most he can do to make a. He, Christoph Waltz can't do accents. I've no, him no, he, accents. he specifically talks about how like his dad came over from Austria, so they're like they're not even trying to do it. But are just like you know what, just just like just do your thing. Uh the thing that I noticed, and I I don't know if it's it was everything on this. I'll have to go and actually, like, look at other things. But uh, so the the thing about this app is that it doesn't matter how you hold your phone. It does. Theoretically. Theoretically. It does. It fucking does.
3: It does because I was watching one vertically, was like, oh, yeah, shit, turn it horizontally and it cut off half the screen. And I was like, the fuck? And so I flipped it back vertically. I'm flipped back horizontally and it cut off half my screen. So it does depend and it depends on which show you're watching because I know there are shows where you need to hold it horizontally Mm -hmm. versus vertical but there are shows that you have to hold it vertical.
2: Yeah. So that's the thing is regardless of how they say like it doesn't matter how you hold your phone. These people when they were making these things they filmed it with a framing in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This show you have to it's it's not vertical. It's horizontal. Yeah. Um. Because they have shots where the characters are staggered in the frame, and so the way that if you so it was like, okay, what happens if I do this? Um. There's literally a shot of Christoph Waltz's character, uh, like his receptionist, like goes out and gets Liam Hemsworth and is like bringing him, walking him back to the office, and the shot is from. So her looking forward, the camera would be to her right, and it has her in the frame, and then Liam Hemsworth is behind her, like, staggered. Yeah. But when—and it was like, okay, vertical. She gets cut in half, and it focuses on him. Um, And then there was another shot where— uh, it's Liam is like looking sideways and like Christoph Waltz is standing right here. And I was like, and vertical. And it just cuts into like a super like close up of Christoph Waltz instead. And like, you just see Liam Hemsworth's hair in the shot still. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, this is not technically you can watch it anyway. Yeah. But, but you're going to miss stuff. You're going to miss stuff. Yeah. Because in, like they clearly meant for this to be a wide shot and yeah. like they definitely didn't Fi- they filmed this the way that they would film anything. That's like, Oh yeah. widescreen is everywhere right now. So we're going to film it in widescreen. Yeah. So it's just. Yeah.
0: In, in survive the, like anytime that there's a shot where there's two things on screen on either side of the screen, I'm always like, what's this going to look like vertical? So in one specific one on the left side of the screen, they're having like they a group meeting, so there's a bunch of people, and on the right side of the screen is like someone standing in like a stairwell listening in on them. And but when you go vertical, it's just the people in the meeting, so you don't see that you don't see the stairwell and the person there at all. That changes things quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would say even if that's not the case, best case scenario, I think maybe with like the Chrissy Teigen one, it's not going to matter so much because it doesn't matter what it looks like. But with all of the fiction ones that are shot widescreen. Best case scenario, it's going to look like a pan and scan from like the VHS days, which is not a good which look. Which is not good. <laughs> which like most of the time it's super close up shaky cam of the main character's face mm-hmm. and like the the Quibi app trying to keep up with where their eyeline is. So that's like, it's like super awkward digital scan, like panning back and forth as the character like gets up and moves around. And you can't, it's pretty much just shoulders and head. And that's about it for 90% of the vertical, which is uh, (laughs) not a good look for... No. We're trying to watch something.
2: Uh, And music, is it anything? (laughs) Um, So the first episode tries to give you a seizure, unapologetically, (laughs) (laughs) because it's, it's about a the light designer who who tours with a DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
3: called Lights and Music, right? Yeah, now,
2: so that sure. episode is Lights and Music. So the show is called And Music and each episode is about a different thing that accompanies music. Episode 2 is about the the I believe they're brothers that are the dance choreographers for Ariana Grande. So that episode is dance and music. I haven't watched that one yet. I'm just kind of looked ahead to see what it was going to be. But uh, lights and music is about light design. It focuses on this one guy who tours around with this, this DJ. And he basically, they perform the same way. So the DJ will like, he... What's the word I'm looking for? Like improvs is like DJ stuff. Yeah. And then the lighting guy like has to adapt to that and like light the show to match it. And so they're both, it's actually like, it's really cool to, to watch like somebody who very much in, in his field is like an artist and he's performing his show to the other guy's show. And like, in that aspect, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But the, like the very beginning of the episode is just a lot of very bright flashing objects. Just like. And I was like, oh, uh, at least I'm in a somewhat lit room right now. Otherwise, I'd probably be fucking dead. So thanks for that. (laughs) And then they do it a couple other times, but like a little bit shorter because the first one is really long. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, like no, no epilepsy warning at the beginning of this. Nothing. Just, hey, fuck you. At least at the beginning of Survive, they give you a warning that they're going to
0: dramatize and eyes suicide yeah and parental su- suggested or p- parental advisory so at least it's got that going for it yeah this did nothing
2: <laughs> it just started and i was like oh is this the show and then i was like oh fuck my eyes but no it was it was interesting enough it's very much like any sort of short film a random youtube channel would put out there's nothing like crazy about it it's not super cringy it's not (laughs) which will be one of the things that i think we will
0: be talking about more later on
3: yeah i'll say i got the oh i got the cringe
0: (laughs) (laughs) well cringe also and not being more than a youtube video you
2: can find on youtube yeah um but it was it was fine i'd be interested to see other episodes i guess yeah at least they're short <laughs> because like I, if I don't care about the person they're talking to, then I'm just gonna be like whatever. But like the end, seeing the end result was kind of cool. Of like seeing like the DJ up on the stage who's like super high energy and jumping around, and like the lighting guy like had that same energy and was doing his own show from the back of the crowd and like nobody uh the thing that was really funny to me is they talked to some other guy who was just like or might have been the same guy i don't remember what it was but they talked they were talking to this guy and he was talking about how like his dad was um a music producer for the rolling stones tour like back in 98 or something like that and i was like oh so this is just a bunch of inside baseball guys talking about how they were already in the industry and then like got their big break because their dad knows a guy (laughs) that's fucking rad Outside of that one thing, just being like, oh, yeah, my dad, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he, it was basically him talking about how he was just wandering around and, like, went up to that lighting engineer for that tour and was like, oh, what do you do? And he was basically like, hey, come over here. Push this button. And he did it. And just, like, lights started going crazy. And he was like, I want to do this. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. Uh, apart from the, like, my dad, my dad was doing a thing. Apart from that, it was fine. It was a fine YouTube video that I watched on my phone. <laughs> on Quibbly uh, and then now the person that has probably jumped in the hardest in I
3: jumped ju- so huge, like, straight off the feet, pier yeah. like yeah all, straight, feet all three feet feet down deep end <laughs> let me watch as many fucking things as I can in a very short period of time so I have watched many shows and I'm gonna go through them I have also watched oh, so much so I'm forced everybody to watch Chrissy's Court with me fuck <laughs> Um, Maybe. because Chrissy Teigen is a huge part of why there are two huge reasons, three technically huge reasons why I was like, okay, I'll watch this happen. Chrissy Teigen was one of them.
2: Yeah, Chrissy um, Teigen's got two huge reasons. Am I right? Hey, <laughs> Hey, Her kids. Her
3: kids. Yeah, obviously. Luna and Miles. Come on, John Legend's also in there, I guess. Uh, So
2: I'll, I'll we'll talk about that.
3: Yeah. So we watched Chrissy's Court, the first episode of Chrissy's Court. and It's the only episode of Chrissy's Court I've watched, and I love, like I said, I love Chrissy Teigen. I will. I love her on twitter i love her in real life i love everything she does chrissy's court is trash oh (laughs) my god it is if judge judy was actually a clown and drunk and
2: drunk yeah
3: that would be chrissy's court first off her her bailiff is a a woman who they pulled off the street and was like here read these words Okay, now bye. I took her words from her because she introduces her as uh, Judge Honorable Chrissy Teigen. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, "Is that is that what we're gonna go with?" Chrissy Teigen looks bomb. I'll give her that. She looks great in her cute little judge robe and all of her <laughs> fucking accessories. Um,
0: it was weird when uh, John Legend like g- got up there and started like trying to take it off her, though, like in the middle of the episode.
3: Oh, he we went to go dance with her.
0: But he was like pulling on the like trying to pull it over her head i was like what do you, you doing?" i don't there, know bro? so they
3: got so john legend was a part of it now that was weird so and she even says the line can i can i just have one thing and i was like i definitely wanted this to just be chrissy Teigen, and i kind of wanted it for those who've watched arrest development i wanted it to be <laughs> my name's Jud. <laughs> like that's where i thought we were going with this and it was just gonna be a guy whose name is judd judge and that's and he's judge and that's where I thought we were going with this. Mock
2: trial with Jay Reinhold.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Mock trial. Yeah, that's where I thought we were going. Uh It is not, not where we were no, going. No, I don't uh, know what it is. It is. But it's not that. So Josh nailed, I think you, you hit the nail right on the head. I'm pretty sure everybody knew this was a joke except for...
0: The ordinary the plaint- people?
3: The plaintiff and the bailant. And the, the defendant. And the defendant. I yeah, think yeah. they are the only ones who did not realize that this was a massive joke because... They were making serious faces. Yeah. They were trying to defend themselves. Yeah. They were
0: also confused for the last half of the episode.
3: When everybody just died of laughter and they were like trying to do reenactments and it got weird and it got dumb. It was bad. And I'm.
2: The second John Legend came out, I was like, oh yeah, I'm not on board. (laughs) This is cringy and stupid.
3: Yeah. I'm willing to. I think I'm going to watch the second episode just to see if it continues to be like that or if it becomes not serious. I don't want it to be serious. thing. It doesn't need to be serious. No. But maybe but less some, cringy. If,
2: yeah. If every episode they're like, let's bring out our such and such expert who also just happens to be John Legend for some fucking reason.
3: Yeah. You know, if the next episode doesn't have John in it, who I also love. I love John Legend, but I just, I wanted them. I wanted it separate. I wanted yeah. this to be Chrissy Teigen's goofy thing.
0: Also, if like, this is like, this is George Watson, he ran over this other guy's dog. She's going to make a ruling. And like everyone's laughing, and this guy's like crying over his dead dog. And then at the end, they're like, everybody's fine. It's bye guys so yeah it was definitely
3: like this dude it seemed like she was gonna make this dude pay this other dude a thousand dollars for a speaker that the first
2: first dude dude definitely knocked over on his own yeah
3: i broke his own speaker and this other guy She was gonna make this other guy pay a thousand dollars for that i mean because she ruled in his favor and then she was like but i'll cover it it's fine and i was like what
0: what not not to get into anti-Italian racism but that guy was definitely he he broke his thing cuz he was being racist against the brown skin
2: guy that yeah, he was afraid of. 100,000%.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. 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 Um, so we'll also
2: see. like from a legal standpoint that guy lost the lawsuit for no fucking reason.
3: Yeah. Because that's the thing too is that they very much were like she, you know, the these are real cases, these are real peace people, and her rulings are legally binding. And it was like, What?
2: What? And so she's not Oof. like, I understand the small claims court, but like, take it seriously, like, yeah, like, just be like, Is this gonna be on that guy's record? We're like, Well, what are you going around doing? Uh, property damage there, bro, yeah, yeah. like, like I what d- the fu- I like, didn't. <laughs> clear that guy and just be like, Hey, you know what? I'm ruling in his favor. I'll buy you the new speaker because she's clearly going to buy him the new speaker anyway. So like make everybody yeah. happy. <laughs> why? Yeah. Like why?
3: So I'm going to watch a couple more episodes of that and I will report back on the next podcast. On whether <laughs> that is continue worthy. I also watched the first episode of survive with both of you with us. And again, that it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I do not do super realistic, sad shit. I just don't, it it leads me down dark hallways. I don't need to be down. That's fair. So I will not do any more of Survive, <laughs> which is sad for me because I like the Sophie Turner was another reason I, I downloaded. this I wanted to be in this app is because I like her and I wanted to watch her. The show after that I made everybody watched was Dish Mantled, which I will be continuing to watch because I very much I love cooking shows and I like random celebrity guest judges and I like stupid funny shit. Uh, this stars um, Titus Burgess. Yes. Burgess. Burgess. Burgess Burgess, uh, as the host. And he brings in two celebrity guests. Um, The first episode happened to have Dan Levy, who I am a massive fan of because I loved Schitt's Creek. And what it is, is they load a dish into a cannon shooter, shoot it at two blind contestants who are... Not blind. not blind. They are they are
2: They're blinded. blinded. Blindfolded. 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 Um, they chemically blind them. Yeah. They, they stab their eyes out of blind them. Blindfolded contestants
3: um <laughs> that they shoot food at and these contestants have to taste the food. That is literally covering their bodies, the walls, the floor. Figure out what the dish is. Go make it. Make sure it's edible and then serve it to the, the judges. While well, the two of the three judges do not know what this dish is. Only Titus tit- knows. Only Titus knows. And so he like talks to them about it. What did you see? What do you think it is? Um, you get to learn what the contestants think it is and how they're what they're cooking and how they're cooking. Uh, they serve it and then... The way that the winner is determined, which the winner gets five thousand goddamn dollars.
2: I can cook for five thousand dollars. I can cook for five thousand
3: dollars. <laughs> um, considering the first two contestants, one was a food blogger, and one was just a home chef. Yeah, that's what his title just said: home chef.
2: Oh, he didn't stand a chance.
3: No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, and so they basically serve them the dishes, and then they check off here. He'll be like, "Okay, here's actually what it is." And the winner is based on how many of the ingredients from the original dish they put in their dish. They're not going to always hit the nail on it perfectly. Neither one yeah. of them made the right dish, but she got seven out of 15 ingredients. So she won $5,000.
2: And that's rad.
3: And I think that's pretty rad. And also,
2: um, like, by the time it was over, I was like, oh, now they're going to do the next dish, right? Oh, wait, no, that's the end of the show. That's the end
3: of the show. I, can, so get I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. I like cooking shows, and I like fast-paced cooking shows, so I was very much like And they give them 30 minutes. Like That's the whole We get to see it in six minutes. They yeah. only have 30 minutes. It's not like it's a crazy amount of time. They very much you know film these anticipation of making them very little and short yeah. and what i really liked is that nobody was beating each other up there was a little smack talk going between the two chefs but it was it was very much like how's your pasta doing well, uh, you better hope you got it right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't. There was nobody was making anybody cry. It was they, like, hey,
2: fuck yourself.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> they, hope your grandma dies on fire, like, you piece of shit. Yeah, they and when the judges got it, they were like, "What the hell is this?" Because she made like a zoodle dish, and they were like, yeah. what are you serving? What up? in the absolute
2: <laughs> fuck is this?"
3: Um, but they weren't mean about it. They they both ate it, and everybody was like, "This is delicious." Okay, I'll keep eating this. Yeah. Um. So it was nice. I I my favorite. My favorite cooking, not cooking, because it's baking, is the Great British Bake Off, and that's exactly the same reason. They're very, very wholesome, and when they give constructive criticism, it's very wholesome and sweet and nice, even when they're not happy with things. Yeah. So I was like, "That's I like this." So we out went,
2: of yeah. all of the things that I've watched, I feel like this one works the best in this like App. tight yeah. like thing that they're trying to do. Agreed. Like nothing about there's nothing about it that feels like. Why are you doing this for this amount of time? Why is any of this happening? Why did you try to make that man pay him $1,000? <laughs> <laughs> so
3: I really liked Dishmantle. I will be catching up on all of it and watching all of it. Um, the next one that I then I made, every, every just so everybody knows, I made Jonathan and Josh watch so many shows more than they probably wanted to. Um, I watched Shape of Pasta, which I will also be continuing. Shape would be
2: <coughs> the sequel to The Shape of Water. No, no, no. It is not. <laughs> Grinding noodles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is an, This also falls in the same category for me as and music, where it's like, yeah, if this was a YouTube channel, I would maybe think about subscribing to it because I watched a video or two and then never subscribed to it.
3: I would subscribe to it, mainly because I love pasta. It's going to be an entire thing just about making really cool looking pastas.
2: Yeah. Or the flip side of that, it would be that channel to be like, oh this is a cool channel. Subscribe to it. Forget it exists. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so it's about chef Evan Funke and Italy. And he is a chef from San Francisco. Anybody catch where he was from? I think it was LA. Was it LA? Um he's a chef from LA who owns a pasta restaurant and literally teaches his chefs how to make very traditional noodles from Italy that he learned and him going back there and spending a month there to learn different types of pastas um, from the people, from masters. He goes and finds Nona's in Italy and has them teach him how to make pasta. He's like,
2: hey, you're the last person who knows how to make this exact pasta. And that was the first- Teach me how to do it so that when you kick off, somebody can still make
3: So he goes and finds Nona Nona Turrette. Nona Teresa, I yeah, Nona Teresa, um, and has her in the first one and has her teach him how to make this very specific pasta that only people in this town make.
2: Yeah, because they don't have a lot of wheat, but they do have a lot of fava beans. Yeah, so they make a fava flour.
3: Um, they yeah. do a half and half flour.
2: <laughs> That's right. It was it was because two to one right ratio. Yeah, it's a yeah. two to
3: one ratio, and it's very interesting. Did I want to eat that pasta? No.
2: No, it looked good. It looked
3: like it would hold a lot of sauce.
2: Yeah, because they were like little boats. They were like little and they boats. they had like little like scalloped out little areas that sauce yeah. could get caught in. Yeah. And like,
3: they looked, they actually, no, I lied. I want to eat this. I want to eat this pasta. Yeah. I want to eat all pasta.
2: I'd be interested in that one because yeah. of like the, the fava flour mixed with the other and like with that consistency. Maybe is like, have a nice mm-hmm. Chianti with it. Yeah. You there know. you go. Know. Um, so so the, it's about
3: this. So it's. The, I'm about it because it's about pasta and I love...
0: Yeah. The thing about... I feel like if it was given an actual show, you would actually meet the people that he's working with. Yeah. Yeah. It was too short.
3: It was very... It's way too short. So if you like traveling cooking shows, but you only want them in tiny, tiny chunks this is perfect for you, which I do like traveling cooking shows. And sometimes I feel like an hour is too long. Sometimes depending on the host, a half hour is too long. So this is kind of, I don't know if I'd want to spend this much time with this particular dude.
1: No, I do
3: want to learn more about, and he did introduce, he did, he did spend time with somebody from that town, learning about this pasta, learning about this town, learning about why it is. He didn't spend a lot of time with talking to her, However, I think it's because there's a slight language barrier. He does know Italian. He knows some Italian. He knows some Italian, but I don't think he knows all Italian, because when he was listening to her instructions, we're getting the subtitles, he very much was watching specifically what she was doing, Mm -hmm. so that he could do it correctly, because I don't think he was picking up all of the directions. Just like there
2: was a couple times like he replied, like, in English.
3: Yeah. I think that's that's part of the reason why, because I don't think he, I think there's a language barrier.
0: Yeah, like the the one recent thing I can think of is I think it's called Twenty Four Hour Travel Man with uh, Richard Awaddy where he gets a celebrity friend like he's been gone with Paul Rudd. And so love several other people. There's some there's some episodes on uh YouTube. I don't know if they're there legally or not, so I didn't watch them if they aren't. But anyway <laughs> Um But those are like twenty six minutes and like they go to a town and they try to spend like less than a thousand pounds to spend like a twenty-four hour period <laughs> in a in a city, go to different restaurants, do different activities and stuff. And I feel like that's the perfect amount of time because you see different things. Yeah, like this was just like, hey, we're in this town. Hey, here's there's la- an old lady here making pasta. Bye, guys. I was like, yeah. oh, it was oh. very
3: short. I think that this this you're right this design would have been better for a longer episode however on this on this app where I found very few things I was like I'm going to continue on with this Yeah. this was one of the ones where I was like I'm going to continue on with this because the next episode's about not ravioli but it looks it's a stuffed pasta and I was like I very much want to eat that so teach me how to make it
2: Yeah. yeah so when this app collapses somebody get this guy a YouTube channel and like just give him 15 minute episodes Yeah. yeah perfect
3: It'll be perfect.
2: It also doesn't help that like the
0: first half of the episode is him standing around his kitchen talking to his crew.
3: Yeah, I think the next <laughs> couple episodes will be better. A little be- bit quicker He'll have there. more time. Yeah. Uh, the next episode is actually nine minutes and Ooh. I don't think they'll spend the first half of it with him talking to his particular kitchen yeah. crew. So I think we'll get to know more and it actually starts out, It uh, this next one is actually about a pasta that he already knows how to make slightly. Or a type of pasta he already knows how to make. So I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm about that one. Uh, from there, I watched something that is so, so not necessary. Um, if you <laughs> were around for MTV in the 90s, Oof. slash watched some reruns of MTV in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. you have seen this, ep- this show. It is called Singled Out. Um, it used to play reruns right before, right after TRL. If I'm trying to remember um, because yes, I'm that old. I watched <laughs> TRL on TV and I watched reruns of Total 19-
2: Recall Live.
3: Yeah, no. Um, I watched uh, I watched TRL as a kid because I am that old. But I've also watched. I don't think I, I was talking about this. Eight, uh, the original Singled Out ran from 95 to 97. I did not watch it in 95 to 97 because I would have been way too young. Yeah. Uh, I had, however, either watch reruns or there was a show that was a spin off type like this, which I think is what it, I'm remembering mm. um, more is that there is a type of show that was like this, and I cannot remember. So if you remember, please leave in the comments what the heck please it comment. was. Please comment because I don't remember what it's called, but I would like to look it up because I remember it being a hot mess. Um, But this is is where a single person is blindly speed dating people very, very quickly. So basically they have 30 people from their lives, it turns out, that they half know um, standing behind them. And they get to basically run through some questions very quickly. Um, the first two questions are basically like, pick from these questions, pick your best answer. If these people don't answer that, they're out. And then after that, it's you slide, somebody slide, three people usually is what is left and they slide into your DMs, which means they get a picture and they get a, a pickup line and you get to pick which pickup line doesn't work for you. And then... Uh, you get to talk to them about, oh, what was the last thing? Oh, they, for, for this one, they raced dildos down a, it was like a, it was like a little, what's the little wooden cars that the Boy Scouts make?
2: It's box boxcar derby?
3: Yeah, a little boxcar derby, but with sex toys. And to, that didn't matter. She still ended up picking, but she did pick the winner. So it was interesting. <laughs> so basically, you know, and after the final three, you get to be like, these are who you didn't pick, but this is actually how you know them.
2: This one's your cousin. (laughs) Oh
3: dear God! Um, So it looked, it was awful. It was terrible. Um, Full
2: disclosure: I only listened to this episode, and I found it insufferable. Yeah, just because like there's no nobody
0: ever takes a breath. It's just nonstop people yelling, questions and answers at each other.
3: Like Kiki Palmer, so I was really bummed that she's involved with this. This premise of this of this reality show works much better in longer periods the singled out was an entire half hour
2: yeah this is not a short form
3: this should not be a short form thing um it did not work it does not work well so we'll not be watching singled out anymore uh from there josh told me that this existed and i was like i'm sorry it would um it was it's called gone mental with leor
0: leor
2: schnubel
3: I don't know. Some men some mentalist? Not a mentalist, but kind of the mentalist.
2: Um I think technically is a mentalist, right? Yeah. He is a
3: mentalist, yeah. yeah. Um Leo Sherbert I only watched this because the first episode is Rob Gronkowski
0: and like trying to Mentalizing Rob Gronkowski is like that's plain uneasy man. that's not even fair. Like um, trying so, to check Rob Gronkowski is like, oh man, that's not cool.
3: That's not that's not nice. Uh so I went and watched the first episode and I guess I'm not hundred percent aware of what a mentalist is. However, what this dude did was like, I'm gonna go hide behind one of these walls and you're gonna crash through one of them, and that's gonna show me knowing that I know you because I'm not gonna stand behind the one you're gonna crash behind. Yeah. And that was and really dumb. I feel dumb. like
2: that was that was one that was dumb, but also like putting that on film, I feel like every like NFL coach is watching that and just like he goes for the same spot twice.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he also, goes for the same spot also, twice. Also they did it 3 times. Once was enough for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was done with that. And then after that they made he gave him 30 50 people that he 50 little, people. 50 people said throw throw this ball to five random ones. Okay, now that they're standing here, I want you to think about who you would want to play football with. Dead, alive, fictional, real, any time period, you pick it. Who do you want to be? Okay, now, you two coaches standing here, I want you to think about a famous celebrity. Something famous. I want you to think about something famous. And then I want you to all say it at one time. And they all said dinosaur. They all all said said T-Rex. And then dinosaur. And he's like, I did that. And they're like, how? Because he wrote dinosaur on a football (laughs)
2: <laughs> yep. By the way, is how. He wrote the dino- football that Gronk was like throwing around to people had dinosaur written on it.
3: Had dinosaur written on it. And they were like, so i been there the whole time. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And that's how he infiltrated their brains and made them all say T-Rex, which the five people, the five random people that Gronk threw the ball to had writing on the back of their white T-shirts that all said T-Rex, even though all the other people on the crowd had none. Whoa. 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 So it was really dumb. I'm not watching this anymore. <laughs> no, I was, um,
1: it
0: was dumb.
3: Mainly because I was like, I don't understand what what you're trying to do here.
0: This is like, this is like two YouTube channels. This is Dude Perfect, and if Chris Angel had a YouTube channel, and they're they're combining yeah. forces, And that's, oh. uh, that's oh. not what I'm about. So they, no. he goes to
3: some in episode two. He goes to some YouTubers. Episode three is Kate Hudson, which again. Like,
2: Playing on easy mode. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, the fourth episode is Ben Stiller. It's,
2: it's just this whole thing is a hard pass for yeah. me. Yeah.
3: Episode five is WWE Superstars. Yeah. I'm good. I'm not gonna yeah. watch
2: anymore. I wanna I watch some foreign dude dunk on Triple H. I might be down on that.
3: I think it's going to be triple h
2: that's like 20 years ago Yeah. <laughs> now nah, he's still in that he's still in there
3: so that's when i that's when i stopped forcing everybody to watch things and then i quickly went and watched things by myself um again because i was like i'm just gonna ingest as much of this as possible really fast <laughs> um so i watched the first episode of fierce queens um i decided to go look at the documentary side of this yeah um Mainly because the funny ones weren't doing it for me, and the intense ones weren't doing it for me. Let's go try to see if documentaries work. Yeah. Uh, So the main, I have one main issue with Fierce Queens.
2: Reese Witherspoon.
3: Reese Witherspoon.
2: Because she sucks.
3: I don't know how many of you have time hop. I don't know how many of you pay attention to the time hop, but there is a woman who like on Saturdays, she does like a time hop video.
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: I skipped that shit. That, yes, most people do. Yeah. Uh, If you ever, however, watch it, she's fine. She's, she's some random blonde. I don't remember her name, but they have Reese Witherspoon do that at the beginning of this video where she's just like, being a teenager is hard enough when you're already having to adapt to things. Now let's go see how cheetahs do it. And then she does the voiceover. So it's watching a nature documentary being narrated by Reese Witherspoon, which when I didn't have to see her face, it wasn't so bad. Okay. (laughs) I like Reese Witherspoon. I have watched all of her rom-coms. I don't, I have no issues with her. When she is trying to be fake cheery, not actually acting, it was, it's cringe. It was bad. Her narrating the nature documentary- She's got a nice, she's got a decent voice. That was fine. I didn't mind it. I, I also really liked the content. So the first episode's about cheetahs and it's about, I learned a lot about, I learned things about cheetahs, which was
2: cool. Did you learn anything that you didn't already learn from following the Cincinnati Zoo? I did. Okay.
3: I did learn it. I learned that lions eat cheetah cubs.
2: Yep.
0: Mm.
3: I did not know that.
0: Just yeah, <laughs> like little chicken nuggets. I yep, did pretty much. I
3: did learn that when mother cheetahs become um, pregnant again, they abandoned their babies. Rad. And no matter what age they are. <laughs>
2: Ooh.
3: Uh so these two sister cheetahs got abandoned at a year old.
2: Um, oh, a year old, they're fine.
3: They were fine. Uh so they were 18 months old in this. Yeah, so they started out as as cubs as a litter of five, and between lions and disease, they became a litter of two. Yeah, it checks out. And then um mom got prego from another dude and ditched him at one. <laughs> It's like
2: cigarette hanging out of her mouth, like me and Carl going down to Vegas.
3: (laughs) Um, So I did learn some new things, and it was good. I liked it. I was very nervous going into this because the way people were talking about this, it's going to be it's pitching feminism in nature and i was like okay well there are matriarchal systems you know in place in nature like that'll be interesting i didn't i didn't know cheetahs were one of them but we'll go find out things and that's not what happened and so i was really nice about it it is geared i think towards young girls okay to learn about you know to 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 talk about you know life lessons like it is rough being a teenager and here's how you using confidence and 60 self, mile
0: an hour land speed
3: <laughs> self-awareness <laughs> helps you you know helps you overcome things and it's almost 70 miles per hour actually oh, and i did learn i learned that oh my god what were they hunting uh they're big horned gazelle nope they have antelope antelope maybe yeah have a land speed of 50 miles per hour
0: yeah hmm. i did
3: not know that but they have
0: um, better acceleration
3: Speed yeah cheetahs go faster but they can only sprint for 30 seconds at a time. Yeah,
2: antelope have staying power. They can yeah, just they fucking go. Go.
3: Um, so I did learn some things. Um, I will continue to watch it. The Because after they, they do the nature part, then you have to deal with Reese's face again. And yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> again, I like Reese Witherspoon. I just don't like her trying. It's like those The More You Know mm-hmm. videos. And I was like, this is this isn't great. This part isn't great. So I'm, I'm going to keep watching it. I like the nature parts. I like learning things about nature. I'm yep. cool with that. Uh, so Fierce Queens, not bad, actually. The next one, uh, the next episode is about our macaws. It's about macaws. Uh, <laughs> the the monkeys. And it's about female ones using sexually enticing ways to ensure their baby their baby monkeys grow up with strong male protectors.
2: Is it macaque?
3: A macaque. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Um, so I'm interested macaque. in- Macaque. <laughs> macaque. Ah, Macaque. <laughs> I'm interested about that. The next one after that is about honey ants.
2: that'd mm. be cool. I hear they don't give a fuck.
3: Uh, that's that's honey badgers. Oh my bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then about seahorses, because if those who don't know, because you don't watch Octonauts, uh, male seahorses actually carry their babies.
2: Yeah, bunch uh, bullshit. <laughs> I knew that long before Octonauts was even a glimmer in its daddy's eye.
3: Okay, well this is called that one's called gender swap, and then the next one after that is about hyenas. Mm. Which don't get a lot of love. So I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah. So are I'm, they dogs? Are they not dogs?
0: Who knows? Are they actually related to beavers? Some weird. Fuck?
3: What? There there's
2: like weird a lineage in there. Yeah. Huh.
3: Well, uh, I'm gonna continue watching that. And I think it'll be interesting. Uh, I watched um Sexology, which is decent. It's very decent. So so this is called Sexology with Shan. And she is a certified sexologist. So this is the most sought after sex. She's the most sought after sex educator on the Internet. Um, When I was in college, I actually went to uh, like a seminar about learning about things like this, about, you know, sexuality and sex toys and how to be safe and how to. And I think it's very intriguing information, mainly because it's not geared of towards sex is good or sex is bad. It's just here are facts. Here are things you should know, you know, what some of the most common one of the questions he got asked when I when I was in college um, at the seminar was, you know, what's a golden shower? And so it's like it's just getting in the it's not encouraging the information. It's not discouraging the information. It's just giving the information. And as a huge, huge advocate for for comprehensive sex education, not because I think it makes people have sex, it makes people have safer sex because people are going to have sex. Regardless, um, just let's give them the opportunity as
2: much knowledge as possible. They
3: must knowledge as pop as much knowledge as possible to either make sure that they're making se- safe choices, they're making healthy choices, they're making choices that are good for them based on what they know. Yeah. Um, so this was really good. The very first episode is called "Slip and Slide," and it is about lube. Um, which I was watching this in the living room, and all of a sudden I hear Josh go, "What the hell is this?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was interesting having me just suddenly listen to something about Lube, and I learned things. So I, like I have said already, I'm not, I'm not young. I'm not a spring chicken. Um, I have, I have a child, so I have. Had intercourse at least once.
2: Um, and only once. Only once. <laughs> <At least laughs> once and only once. If our parents are listening, it was only one time. <laughs> only one. And time. we hated it.
3: <laughs> um, I know. Th- I I know things about. I know things about sex toys and sex. I have knowledge. I sought it as a teenager and a young adult, mainly because, again, I believe that you're only going to make the best choices you can when you have as much knowledge as possible. But I learned things about lube that I didn't know, so I was very interested and it's again not presented in a this is good or this is bad this is just what it is Mm -hmm. here is the knowledge about these things um the next episode is called what men really want what men really want part one um she's going to dispel myths and answer questions about what a guy actually wants when it comes to foreplay and from what i
2: hear we only want one thing and it's fucking disgusting
3: (laughs) (laughs) um and then after that the next episode there's um, an episode called "The Perfect Profile: How to Build Perfect Dating Profiles to Get You Better Swipes and the Right Kind of Matches." So hey, yeah. hey there you go. Um, it's interesting. She's going to talk about navigating sex, dating, and relationships today, where rules of love and attraction are confusing and, and fluid. And it's it was I dug it. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to watch it. I thought it was cool. So the last one I watched is called "You Ain't Got These," and I was kind of like, "Who's gonna watch the sneakerhead?" No. No, okay, fine, I'll watch The Sneakerhead.
2: Depending on what you say about it right now, I might fuck with that one.
3: You should watch it. Okay. So what I'm going to say is that um, this is one where I'm going to watch all of it, mainly because it should, again, have been a longer documentary. Mm. It, this um You were saying that they, Josh, you were saying that they wrote these specifically for this format. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This does not feel like that. This very much feels like it was a full documentary and they just chopped it into smaller pieces. But it was like, we're going to talk about this topic and then we're going to talk about this topic like documentaries do. They follow one thing to the next. I'm in a full disclosure. I watched the Jeff.
0: I was gonna say the world according yeah. to Jeff Goldblum. How does it compare to the his episode about sneakers? Because mm. that was baffling and also non-informative at all.
3: Um, it's this is very informative. So the first episode is just um an introduction to it, and it's le- it's so the host of this is I'm gonna say her name wrong, and I very much
0: Lena Waithe.
3: Lena Waithe who I did not realize was the first af- female African American to win an Emmy for outstanding writing on a comedy series. Hey. She is the host, she herself is a sneakerhead. And so I found that, I find that's really interesting. So she already has knowledge. She talked about her growing up, what sneakers meant to her. She talks to a ton of celebrities. I am not going to, like, Questlove, like, does, and she goes and talks to Nas, which, by the way, can we, what happened to Nas's voice? Anybody? Anybody know? It's
0: always been like that.
3: Has it always been like he has almost no voice? I'm thinking
0: of X. I've been thinking about X. Uh... He's going like to he you. Gonna give it to you.
3: Yeah, Nas sounds like he has no voice.
0: <laughs> he might have the, uh, I mean, I'm sure he was smoked a lot yeah. back in the day. He's no. also like old as fuck now. Cause yeah, because everybody's around forever. old as fuck now. Yeah.
3: Oh, don't even, I don't want to hear that.
0: So how does it compare to So it's, the Jeff Goldblum episode? Uh,
3: I love Jeff Goldblum, but he was... Confused on everything at all, at all times. <laughs> yeah, it's true. um Whereas this is a host who is already informed and knows how to ask questions to get you to be informed. Yeah. um So the first episode is very much an introduction into sneaker into sneaker culture. So this is not about. An, a, this is not supposed. To, they say it. This is not a documentary about sneaker heads It's about the sneaker culture. And so you know you get to hear people. Did y'all know Questlove has four thousand pairs of sneakers in nine different storage units? Because you do now,
2: I do now, <laughs> and now I hate Questlove Why? <laughs> because that's fucking stupid. I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> I know. Um, so there's, you know, you get to learn, and um, a lot of it's going to be on how sneakers affect the black culture and how they it, that culture was really built from that. Um, and it's very, it's very informative. It's very interesting. I prefer it over the Jeff Goldblum version just because... Oh, no.
2: I mean, that's fair.
3: It just because it's, I'm going to learn something. Yeah. Um, the next episode focuses on Michael Jordan and how... The last line of the first episode is, um, they say one man can't change history. And he proves that wrong. Like, he can. He does. He, 100%, Michael Jordan, changed what sneakers meant to an entire generation. And so, it, they're going to go into Michael Jordan and him signing with Nike and the whole Jordan line and how that shapes sneaker culture because it did. Um, The next, the third episode is going to be with run DMC. So it's going to talk about uh, run DMC and Adidas and hip hop and how these three stripes changed the landscape of sneaker culture forever. The fourth episode it she's going to talk about the new wave uh, black power part one, the new wave and how she goes and talks to how Nike, a Nike collab made history She goes and talks to, it's just, so it's very interesting to me. And again, it feels like a a full documentary that was, I'm just going to get chunks of right now, which I'm cool with. I like it.
0: Cool. The last show on the list is one I watched starring Will Forte. Oh God. And Caitlin Olsen from, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. It's called Flipped. And it fucking sucks. <laughs> There's no two ways of these. Like it's it's not it's not funny. Uh, fucking Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romain are in are in it. Nice. They play like a couple of losers that want to become house like celebrity house renovators and have their own show. And like Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell are the successful version of that, but Will Forte and Caitlin Olsen are like, all oh, these guys are hacks. They don't know what they're talking about. But we do. We just there's no laughs. Like I I don't even know if there's any jokes. Oof. And the whole thing. I will say though that it it was stupid and it and it sucked. But it was the only example like I I know of where doing vertical versus horizontal actually changed it. the, the plot is they're gonna film a pilot for a house renovation show because they want to. Enter into a contest so they can get their own show on HRTV, HRTV. which is the yeah, <laughs> which is the, the channel that does like it's HGTV yeah. yeah. But there's one there's one part where they're, they're they set up a ca- uh, their phone to to film themselves and they're filming in vertical. And
1: you so know. you're watching when you're
0: watching in horizontal, it cuts between them on the professional cameras and like the phone footage. But if you watch it in vertical, vertical just it's phone all footage. phone footage. Interesting. I mean, it's it's ugly because it's like an <laughs> iPhone six. Yeah. <laughs> but it. Uh, I was like, oh, it actually it actually takes that into like it it's something. Yeah. Rather than just like. That's the other thing too is like a lot of the time, especially well, on both survive and when the street lights go on, not only is it pan and scan, it's also like digital zoom. Yeah. Which is really ugly, too, because, yeah. like, everything's blurry and, like, the camera's whipping back and forth as the character
2: moves to keep them in frame. And I was like, hey, this is something. Yeah, that was the thing with uh, the Deadliest Game was that they at least, it seems like they filmed it in 4K so that when it did, like, that digital zoom, it wasn't super bad. Yeah. But it still didn't look great. It still looks like a digital zoom. Yeah. A, a digital zoom
0: on a computer is, like... A camera shooting a computer screen. And then zooming in on that computer screen. Yeah, and screen. then just like zooming on that one specific spot. So yeah.
3: yeah. I watched the uh, the Coming Soon trailers. I went and looked at the the, the Quibbly trailers. Um,
0: Quibbly done under? Quibbly.
3: Yeah, so um, they have four shows that they're previewing right now for us. Um, one is the Reno 911. So, by the way, if you're a Reno 911 fan, they are coming back. And it looks like it's the entire original cast All coming back. All five of you out there. Yeah, coming back for <laughs> it. So that's like gonna. that's Nick
0: Swanson needs some work, folks. Yeah.
3: Uh, so there's also a trailer for Fight Like a Girl, which is ten women are paired with WWE superstars to overcome their past and transform into their future selves. This is uh, Biggest Loser, but with WWE stars instead of. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. Those are the people that I would put in charge of something as sensitive as this.
3: Yep. So that looks awful. One that I, as I'm watching it, Josh walks by me and I just must have had the biggest (laughs) fucking eyes because I was like, this is going to get weird. Uh, It's called Barkitecture.
0: And this Uh. is this is the one where they design dog houses.
3: This is HDTV's (laughs) dog houses. They build Dog houses for super rich people that are massive and ridiculous. Yikes. So, uh, yeah, it's um, no, it's bad. I must have had the I must have had the best look because, (laughs) oh, God, but it's not coming until May. Um, Rude. I know. May 11th. And then the one I'm actually excited about is called Dummy, starring my gal, Miss Anna Kendrick. It is a buddy comedy that follows aspiring writer Cody. Anna Kendrick, who tries to befriend her boyfriend, Dan Harmon's sex doll, Barbara.
0: Hold on. <laughs> Dan Harmon plays her boyfriend. Yes.
3: However, Barbara wants Dan all for herself. Hold up. So the preview is Cody talking to her therapist about the fact that Dan's blow up doll now lives in her home and that she's talking to her. Okay. And that she tells her things like how she wants a new vagina and, you know. Which she
0: wants one to- wants a and Kendrick wants the new vagina. Nope. The sex
3: doll does. Um, the blow up doll does. And she says something else. And the her therapist basically like, you know, kids have um, kids have imaginary friends in which to help them with either trauma or changes that are happening in their life. And Anna Kendrick's like, oh, like drop dead Fred. She's like, yep. Um, It's less common in adults. But as long as this imaginary, as long as this, oh, what's her name again? Oh, Barbara. As long as Barbara's not advising you to hurt yourself or other people, I say explore this and see how this works out for you. And I was like, first off, you're fired. Yeah. (laughs) Secondly, okay, I'm very on board with this. It comes out on 420.
0: Hell yeah. Because of course
3: it does. (laughs) Because you need to be high to watch, it, I think. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Yep.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening to the inaugural episode of the Quibi Cast. Uh, I don't think it.
3: Sorry, we went so long.
0: <laughs> I, the- other episodes won't be as long. I don't think. I think this was kind of like a big info dump. There's a lot to go over. There's a lot to go over. Um, there's still some stuff that I want to talk about, um, as far as like the app itself and the platform. But we can we can dole that out as we go because I think we'll have less to talk about with each individual episode. Because
2: and-
3: yeah. we're not gonna watch so much shit.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> be much more selective of what I put my eyes on going forward. But also maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just give me all the crap. Oops. There's a lot There's a lot to go over. Yeah.
0: Um, Thanks a million. We can do that one there. Yeah. Okay, uh, no, I, I, I will not You I'll drop the line at that, nope. that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. Please subscribe. That's all I got for now. So a lot of new stuff going on. It's a new platform, a new podcast, new Vista Horizon. Thank you all for listening to QuibiCast, and we will get you again next time.